Welcome back for part two of our conversation with Dr. Caroline Frazenet on course correcting your career. I I worked at a an after school program in the San Gabriel Valley um, okay. where I was teaching students from first through eighth grade how to do speech and debate, which was fun because I did speech and debate when I was that yeah. age too. Yeah. So that was really cool. I really did enjoy that. Um, yeah. But the issue there was like, I was transitioning careers, so I didn't make as much money. Yeah. <laughs> so that was hard um, to navigate that. Um, and, you know, as much as I, I, I liked working with the kids, I much prefer working with adults. <laughs> so Same. that was another sort of indication for me, like, okay, let's, let's try and move towards higher ed. <laughs> yes. Yes. And and that's something that I want to touch on really, really quick for yeah. our listeners as as we're kind of having that this conversation is I I had a very similar kind of kind of path where I, I worked in a special education classroom. I worked at in a career center, just kind of general like student <laughs> graduate student aid for like 10 hours a week. Um, I worked at grocery stores. And so there is kind of this balance sometimes that you have to do when you're figuring things out of yes you want to be going towards a goal but sometimes you just kind of have to pay the bills <laughs> like and that's not that's not bad like in a in a career trajectory in a career path as you're course correcting i feel like sometimes there's like this sense of shame almost of like i should be in higher education i should be doing this well you're you're going to get there eventually but in the meantime you still had these important other side gigs, other jobs of, of that trained you of like, oh, education has multiple facets. I like working with adult education, not children. Children are great. And I did that. And I've and and it's great. But that's not where I want to be um, working at the audio, the, the visual stuff that you did. Just this is fun. I'm getting paid, but it's not quite where I want to be. And and. I'm really big on and I want our listeners to understand this and, and why I'm talking about it with you right now of of just because you get into a position that maybe isn't 100% where you want to be, um, you never know. Uh, sometimes it is where you want to be. That's what happened to me. I didn't know I wanted to be career advising. I thought it was academic advising. And then I got into career advising and it was like, this is fantastic. Or you're going to have opportunities like your your opportunities where you get into them and it's like, no. This is absolutely not what I want to do. And that's information. Like, that's still good stuff. Don't mm -hmm. don't discount of, like, the skills you get in those positions, but also the knowledge. That's yeah. that's something, it's a tangent, but I go on tangents. So so <laughs> in, in kind of course correcting for your future, like, you, you start in a certain undergraduate degree and then kind of peter off like we're talking about. <laughs> what kind of additional words of wisdom or struggles or, or or kind of thoughts do you have on course correcting? Yeah, so what I'll say is um, I always approached jobs and applying to jobs as sort of like, eh, just try it out. You might, the wor yes. what's the worst that can happen? You have like a funny story you can yes. tell later. Um, yes. I'm big on the, I have lots of funny stories about like yes. just weird job interviews and weird jobs I've been on. Mm -hmm. Um, I think definitely the weirdest job I've ever had was I was a birthday party princess on oh, the weekend sometimes. Like, what, which princess? 
Uh, so one. Can you talk about it? Or is yeah, that, uh, is yeah, that yeah. <laughs> one was some character from Monster High. Okay. Which I had never watched that show, so I had to kind of research that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I was Queen Elsa and I had oh. to like, I had to actually change in the, I had to go to a Starbucks and change in the bathroom oh, and then is... like run over. So I came in as like this character from Monster High and then I came out of the bathroom as Queen Elsa. So that was yeah. just, again, funny job um, yeah. and it paid all cash. So that was nice. <laughs> yeah. That was um, a bonus there. Yeah. A really good way to like make cash is uh, I was a bartender. During whenever I was laid off from uh, visual effects, because that would happen a lot around the holidays and everything, because L.A. just shuts down in December, I think across most industries, but definitely in entertainment, they're like, well, we can save money. So bye. See you in the new year. Um, But basically, uh, I bartended on New Year's Eve one year when that happened, and I made my entire month's expenses just doing that and that was nice too because again it was cash um the other thing i do i actually still do this now just because it's fun Mm -hmm. but um look into market research studies and focus groups um especially for if you're in the 18 to 24 bracket they will call you all the time once you get on a list um and it's quick money it's interesting um a lot of times they pay you in gift cards, which you can just use as a visa, or you can just put it to a, a place you like to shop and everything. Um, mm-hmm. I still do them now, but I'm not in that age bracket anymore, so I don't get called as much. Yeah. Um, but they're really fun, and um, they help supplement my income too. Um, yeah. So yeah, just don't don't be ashamed of mm-hmm. doing what you need to do to make money. Again, I think approaching it is like, well, it might be a funny story later. It's yeah. a good way to look at it. Yeah, it's it's going to be a funny story or like the worst the worst that they can say to you is no. Actually, in yeah. my opinion, the worst they can do is not answer you at all. That's worse mm-hmm. than a no for me because then you're like hanging and you don't know what's happening. Yeah. But like unless if it's a company with like less than, I don't know, random number 50 people, nobody nobody remembers your application. Nobody remembers oh, yeah. that you you applied to a job, and so you can apply multiple times, and you can you can take chances of this looks interesting, and and so I really like that with kind of course correcting as you're figuring out your future career path. Just just try things, yeah. and that's that's something else that I've hearing your stories and and my experiences is life is surprisingly long when you talk about career paths. Like I I was only in. Oh, I was only at uh, my my other career job at, at Utah State for I think it was maybe like a year, year and a half, and that's like a, that's an entire period on my resume. Like that's oh, yeah. that's like an impactful moment of my life, but it was maybe a year. Uh, the time I I spent at a at the special education classroom that was three or four months, and it and it completely changed my course my course of my career it it affected me in in very large ways so to our listeners listening into our conversation i I like that don't be afraid to take these chances because if it's only three or four months that's that's still significant and then you still have nine months out of an entire year and you're going to be working i'm i'm sorry to tell you guys this you're going to be working for the next like 50 years so spend some time figure things out and know eventually 
And that, this is kind of where I want to end our, our conversation today, because we are sadly running out of time. I can talk <laughs> to Caroline all day. Um, just know, where was I going with that? I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> just know, here it is, that eventually you will get somewhere where you are, if 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 not 100% happy. I mean, work is work. Sometimes it sucks. Sometimes you have to go through the beer bureaucratic red tape of of universities and that's not a great part of our job but you will eventually get somewhere that is somewhat stable and somewhat that is fulfilling your goals and if you're not that's where course correcting for your future can happen again of okay in two or three years maybe i don't think this is going to happen hopefully it doesn't happen um maybe i will find out that career advising isn't where i need to be you can you can you can shift again and and I think that's something that's changing in the world today is our parents, our grandparents, some coworkers that maybe are a little bit older, they have this mentality of like, I'm going to stay in this job for 40, 50 years and I'm going to retire doing the same thing. And I don't believe that's true anymore. What what do you think? Is it is it true to stay in your career your entire life or is it kind of bouncing around? Yeah, I mean, I've definitely done a lot of bouncing around. Um, and yeah. what I'll say, too, is... Um... You know, the the job that I was doing before I started in higher ed with the the first through eighth graders with the speech mm-hmm. and debate, that started off as a side job for me. I actually was doing that part time. So sometimes what you think is not going to go anywhere, it might go somewhere where, where you can at least like be okay with it for then. Yeah. Um, and what I'll say too is like, having that difficulty sort of navigating oh all of these internships are unpaid the ones that i'm looking at in entertainment that led to my dissertation which is about that specific problem of students wanting to get experience in entertainment but not being able to afford it because they're all unpaid um so it can it can take a long time to come back around but it mm-hmm. does come back around um and so just just be open to different opportunities and learn as much as you can um, as you're sort of figuring out your path and everything, because you never know that that skill might come back around to help you later. Yes, 100 uh, percent. But sadly, we are out of time for our conversation today because we we need to keep these to a certain time limit. We will be having Caroline back on the Ask John podcast. Thank you so much, Caroline, for joining us today. Is there anything in particular, any events coming up, anything that you have going on that you would like to plug before we let you go for today? Yeah, absolutely. We have the USC Dornsife Career Fair coming up on September 27th. That's going to be at the USC Hotel from 1 to 4 p.m. Feel free to come by. Um, There's lots of snacks, and we have a bunch of employers who are very excited to meet you if you're looking for an internship, a part-time job. If you're about to graduate in December, some of them have full-time entry-level jobs, um, even just volunteer opportunities. So if you're interested in looking for something, feel free to come by. Um, We also have our employer um, opportunity series, which is um, information sessions with employers. Those are ongoing. Some are in-person, some of of them are remote. Um, You can sign up for any of these on Dornsife Compass if you go to the events page. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for our listeners. And let me do my kind of final thing that I do for every episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have a If you have a specific topic or question you would like addressed, please fill out the online form at the bottom of the Ask John page. 
I want to answer your questions. For more career information, visit us at dornsife.usc.edu career pathways and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to ask John.